Greetings, members of the Planetary Union. I am Communications Officer Asimov, and I have been tasked with introducing this podcast to you. The recording you are about to hear is brought to you by Captain Greg E. Hochstetler and First Mates Miranda Fisher, Tim Treese, and alien expert Dr. Kevin O'Brien. Follow at Official Orville on Twitter to see all information dispatches from the crew, and go to officialorville.space to leave a comment on an episode or find links to subscribe to the show or rate and review us on iTunes. The mission is to explore the space. This is the official The Orville Podcast. Goddamn, goddamn, maybe it's those thighs that kill me from time to time. I'm the only one that sends shivers up your spine. Oh, I know how you like it, and I know that you like to ride it. Hey there, all you aliens in the Planetary Union. It's me, your captain of this Oh man, I ah, I can't even talk. I'm I'm so excited. You guys, the Orville got renewed for second season. Yeah. yeah. Orville. <laughs> Orville. 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 <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh Orville. my god. Orville. Orville. <laughs> oh geez. Orville. <laughs> I want to do the introductions, but I want to talk about this so much. But okay, here, here we go. Okay, I'm, oh, I got to settle down. I'm Captain Greggy Hochsteller. With me this week, we've got first mates Miranda, the <laughs> wait, wait, let me say this right, the security <laughs> officer Miranda. Yes, hello, Alex Arbor Day. <laughs> we've got alien expert Dr. Kevin O'Brien. Kevin, say something. Oh no. Oh, oh, hello, hello. Happy <laughs> Alex Arbor Day. Thank you. Uh, joining us this week. I was, sorry, I was saying my Arbor Day prayer. Okay. <laughs> uh, joining us today for the first time, we've got uh, Alien Ambassador uh, Adam. Adam Ross is on the show. Adam, welcome to the show. Uh, Alex Arbor Day, Thank you so much for having me. Oh my God. I'm so excited. Well, first of all, let's just play this thing for Tim. Tim isn't here this week. Uh, he, he makes some allegations that we said he couldn't be on the show. Um, I think he was more embarrassed about, uh, yeah, let me just play this voicemail. Here we go. Uh, hey, Miranda and the crew. Uh, this is. First mate Tim. Um, I'm sure you guys have announced it on the show already if you're recording right now, but just in case, you know, I'm on uh, administrative leave this week for uh, not fully watching the episode. I tried to hide it during the recording and I thought I had fooled you guys, but some of the listeners, they put it together. So uh, I'm hoping I can still play this message or just. I'm so, so sorry, and uh, you know, I heard a rumor that you guys are getting Adam to replace me, which, like, don't get me wrong, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm Adam's biggest fan, he's he's great, he's really funny, he's, he's good on Twitter, just, you know, why did it have to be him, you know, couldn't you just leave an empty roster spot out of, out of respect, or or had Seth on, or I, I don't know. I just, it's really tough for me to uh, know that you guys are recording and not be able to participate. So I guess just 
I'm sorry. I hope I hope you'll have me back next week. And uh, Alex Arborday, uh for whatever that means anymore. Bye. Okay. Yeah. So uh, Tim, uh, we're sad you can't be here this week. Not. Um, <laughs> that was a funny joke. It's like from the '90s. You remember when people used to say that? <laughs> Uh, uh, I'll say this. I, I appreciate the apology. It's not accepted, but I'm glad that he gave it. Right. Yeah, I'm not a musician, but, you know, here I am playing Tim, the world's smallest violin, because, <laughs> you know, Tim, sorry, man, you, you, you didn't watch the episode, so... Uh, we didn't do this to you, but, we're, I mean, I'm not complaining that you're not here today. He needs to learn at some point that actions have consequences. Right. Or inactions, you know. <laughs> and inaction, yeah. And so. I just want you all to know that I absolutely did watch the episode. Um, I'm super excited to be here. Uh, well, it's, we it's knew a really that. special episode. We so, vetted you. Uh, we knew you were the type of guy that would watch the ep, so. <laughs> Thank you. That means so much. Um, Tim's shoes, uh, I mean... I'm not going to say that. Huh? Yeah, see, yeah, they don't fit, but not because like I'm not filming them. It's just my feet are overflowing. <laughs> <laughs> you look like a giant, like you know, trying to fit in on Earth. It just... I, I know it's like one of his shoes just barely goes over my big toe, so I'll wear like ten at a time usually. <laughs> uh, but yeah, let's stop talking about Tim. I don't want to talk about sad stuff like Tim. Wait, I have, one, about, I have one. I have one Tim comment, which is: Did you notice he didn't even say that he loves us in his voicemail? I know that. I've, I really started to notice that because there's another voicemail I'm going to play later on, where the listener didn't say that they loved us, and it. Mm. Uh, I, I don't know. If you're going to call in, please just say I love you at the end. That's all I ask. It's a real boost. It really makes us feel better. And it makes us feel, you know, more motivated to keep love. doing the show. I feel loved when yeah. you say that you love us. Absolutely. And yeah, that's the main thing. And we love all of you listeners. So why don't you say it too? That's, but maybe maybe they have like a personal thing. They don't like to say it or something. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's stop talking about sad stuff like how our listeners don't love us. Let's talk about... <laughs> How happy we are that the Orville got renewed for season yes. two, baby. Orville. Yes. Orville. Orville. <laughs> like, we don't know how many episodes there's going to be. Like, uh, something I noticed when I was reading some articles online was uh, a lot of times when you have a shorter season, like what the Orville had, uh, you'll get renewed for, like, the back nine or whatever extra episodes later and the Orville didn't do that. They got season two. Uh, but they, a lot of people were saying it's because it's got a big production. Uh, it takes mm-hmm. a long time to get going. It's true. You can see the care that they put into each episode. They don't, you don't want to rush something like the Orville. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Plus, it's like most shows you, you only need to establish a world, but the Orville has already established like such a, uh, a detailed a uni- universe. A universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a yes, universe. Yes. There's like a new world every yes, week on is. this show. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. It's true. In this episode, I, I don't want to get ahead of us, but they, there's like a, a world on a moon. <laughs> you know? So. <laughs> yeah. Anything can be a world. The moon can be a world. The uh, Orville can be a world. The Orville can be a world. Um, like a spaceship on- uh, where. Liam Neeson is God. 
That can be a world. Mm-hmm. That could be a world. Yeah. And it's a world, like a really a whole world, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's so true. <laughs> each one, each one just feels so distinct from the others. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Like all the articles also mention how CBS uh, also renewed Star Trek Discovery. Just, who gives a shit? Why <laughs> right, even tell exactly. us that? Like just because there's spaceships in both shows, we have to hear about it every time anyone talks about the Orville. <laughs> Well, that's really Discovery is catching is kind of right in the 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 drift of uh the you know they're drifting right behind or drafting I forget how it's the term of racing um, the warp the warp trail yeah they're kind of riding the warp trail of the Orville and uh, it's obvious that this is kind of just like a cash grab try to get some of that Orville you know scent yeah whatever that brings in. Mm-hmm. What the Orville has in imagination and attention to detail, Star Trek Discovery, it's just like they just threw money at it. They're just mm-hmm. slapping that name on it. They didn't do any of the research. They didn't put in any of the care. And so it's like, why do we have to hear about it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Discovery is uh, is like a NASA thing, I think. So <clears throat> it's kind of just a ripoff also of the NASA Discovery missions <laughs> as well. I didn't doubt about that. That's true, actually. There hasn't been one Orville NASA mission, so it's kind of just <laughs> it goes to show that Seth doesn't need anything to like based in reality to come up with his new worlds, his new universe. Mm-hmm. This dis- this discovery thing is not even on the Discovery Channel. It doesn't it even make sense. It's not I on checked, any TV I'm channel. I keep Discovery Channel on all on twenty four seven. And it's on one of my eight screens. I've got Discovery yeah. running. Right. Are the other seven the Orville? It's always seven Orville. Wait, I have to get each a new, Orville I, episode. Well, yeah. Sorry, Discovery Channel. You're getting the axe after this week because <laughs> episode eight is running. And I, I, the guys at the Best Buy, they love me because I'm in there every week buying <laughs> a new TV. You know, and yeah, you know, they're 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 just they see me and their eyes light up. You know. The registers all cha-ching. <laughs> so there's still five more episodes of this season to go, but like, what are what are we hoping to see in season two of the Orville, guys? Um, I I'd, I'd like to be on it if that's a possibility. <laughs> that's not I'd so love much to, to just ask. have a I mean, little have a little cameo. Yeah, like I the- could I could just have like one small uh, foursome with Seth and Scott Grimes and Jay Lee. <laughs> That's all I'd like. That's that's all I'm asking for. Okay, yeah, that'd be a good episode. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm hoping I'm hoping for Priya to come back, uh, sort of time travel back in, you know. But then she has no knowledge of Orville, but they've got they've so they've got the heads up on her, so they kind of do the whole switcheroo thing. Okay. You know, that's that's, uh, that's my pitch. So if you're <laughs> listening, Seth. <laughs> Of course, I want to see more aliens. I want to see more robots. Um, I want to see more planets. Uh, but another thing I would love to see is what if they like, um, what what if they took over like a pizzeria for a couple episodes and uh, just the, the Orville bridge crew uh, were just working together, making great pizza for the people of Earth. At a good price too, you know, with good ingredients, like, you know, 
mm-hmm. natural ingredients. Nothing that's like just that you can just replicate on the ship through the, you know, replicator. Right. Um, you know, you want some authentic grown tomatoes, organic. Mm-hmm. Well, I kind of feel like Isaac is the character that has the most growing to do. So I'd really love to see him get in some kind of relationship. Maybe go on some blind dates uh, and just, you know, kind of get out there and meet people. He's he's just sort of like a voice of like an observer. I guess he literally is an observer of the human race. So mm. I just feel like he's he's really the most poignant. And um, I, I just kind of relate to him the most. Mm. Yeah, there's a lot of room for him to grow, I think. Definitely surrounded by a cast of humans and some Mocklins and a uh, and a uh, and uh, one Alara thing, and then Alara. <laughs> yeah, speaking of growing, I would love to see Alara, like you know, twenty feet tall or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yes. you know, she. <laughs> I could see that. Maybe, maybe you know, like, and they don't have to go crazy. It could be like a on a planet where everything's kind of forced perspective. So we think she's really big. You know? <laughs> really, she's just very close. She gets, she gets, she gets hit with some kind of like, I don't know, like embiggening ray of some sort. Suddenly, she's twenty feet tall. All we can wow. see is her feet. Right. Exactly. All that's in our view. And is when her she feet. grows, okay. when she grows, of course, her feet are going to outgrow those shoes. They're going to yeah. just mm-hmm. burst right off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Team Tim Tree situation. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's what I want to see in, in season two. Wow, that would be great, great sequence. <laughs> and I know the team could put it together. And practical effects, please, right? Right. Uh, another thing I would love is uh, for all the other Orville podcasts to stop um, doing their shows, especially for season two, but just in general. Um, that's something that I'm looking forward to in season two. Uh, let's see. Anything else we want to say about season two? It's just so exciting. Oh, uh, I did want to share a couple of uh, cool comments I saw online on an, an uh, article in Entertainment Weekly about season two. Uh, first of all, the, the the gentleman that wrote the article, James Hibbard, uh, said some very nice things about Seth. Uh, about us? Oh. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I think he's a listener because of how nice he is to Seth in the article. Because, I mean, we started that, I think. Uh, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, like he ends the article with the move continues creator Seth MacFarlane's legacy of generating successful content for Fox from Family Guy to American Dad to his Cosmos reboot and uh, that's a great point wait is Cosmos reboot is the Orville <laughs> no there's a, a a show about science on Fox with Neil deGrasse Tyson personally my favorite scientist yeah I don't have it I don't there are no other candidates who else <laughs> could it possibly be uh, <laughs> yeah so it, it's it's a reboot of that show with uh that old science guy back in the day I think it was Bill Nye uh he used mm. to talk about like space and stuff and now they're doing it again but with Neil deGrasse Tyson this is Seth MacFarlane related? Yeah, yes. he, he like is the producer oh. or something. Okay. I, well, I think Seth does all the science, and then they do the show about it. <laughs> he does all well, the voices the for the planet. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yes, he does all the sound effects when the ship's kind of going around in space. You can hear Seth 
stuff like that, you know. That's all Seth in the background. And Seth really knows uh, the reason he, you know, he's really smart uh, for rebooting Cosmos because he understands that with space that there is so much to explore. And uh, they may think that they that they had it covered uh, in the 70s or 80s, whenever it was, but there's actually still a lot more to learn about space. And and we haven't seen it all. We haven't seen the last of it either. I hope not. I, I think the, the cosmos was just really a precursor for the Orville because there's so much good science in the Orville. Oh, Every yeah. episode, I feel like I'm learning something. And well, mm-hmm. I was glad I got back to the science roots when it started with Cosmos, and then they kind of veered off into the word comedy, Cosmo Kramer angle. And then to, for Seth to figure, okay, we want to still want it funny. We'll get a, take a little bit of Cosmo Kramer and a little bit more of Carl Sagan, and we'll mix that. We'll call it the Orville, and it's going to be the reboot uh, with Neil deGrasse Tyson played by uh, Seth MacFarlane as Orville. Uh, so these comments. Uh, first of all, the first one was by Sterling Archer. Um, he says, I would like to extend. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> the cartoon guy? <laughs> Apparently, yes. The, the actual character. Yeah, he's commenting online. Yeah. Um, that's Who's his he? avatar. Uh, he's a guy from a cartoon called Archer. Hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I think it's a CW it's, show. Honestly, one of those it's DC very guys. impressive. He's a He's a top secret spy. And I can't believe that he has time to comment on this. That's so cool. Okay, he shoots the bow and arrow. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's an archer, mm-hmm. I understand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, he says, I would like to extend an invitation to all the critics, including those at Entertainment Weekly, who panned this show to, as they say in the vernacular, suck it. That's right, suck it long, suck it, suck it deep, suck it hard. But most importantly, to suck it. Uh, yeah, that's a great point. Like uh, A lot of critics... Uh, <laughs> We're very down on the show, especially in the first couple of episodes. I mean, I wouldn't say it so, you know, in that vernacular necessarily. Um. (laughs) I I find it a little confusing. I think he could have written this more clearly. What is it? Um, I guess the news that the Orville gets season two. Yeah, kind of like take it all in. Oh, like... Yeah. Uh, Take a big step and suck that. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's see. IV22 says, Great news. I really enjoy this show. Easy to watch and entertaining. Not everything has to be quote unquote deep. And that's a great mm-hmm. point. Uh, this show, you turn it on and it's on for those 45 minutes. I mean, it doesn't turn itself off or anything. It's very easy to watch. Uh, you don't have to think too hard about it. And in fact, if you do think hard about it, it kind of falls apart. So it's best if you don't. Uh, that's yeah. what I, I really agree with that guy. Click click mm. your brain off and just kind of just laugh. Click your laughers. Turn your laughers <laughs> on full and just blast them. <laughs> just soak in the world. And, you know, I just want to speak to Sterling Archer's point. Um, you know, this show isn't for everybody. Like you either get it or you don't. And if you're one of the people who do, you're in for a treat. Like those are 44 minutes that you look forward to every week because mm-hmm. if you're hanging with your if, friends, you've got your if friends. If you don't get it, 
If you don't get it, Seth's, if you don't get it, Seth's actually making fun of you the whole episode. <laughs> We're laughing at you because you don't get it. Half the jokes are, are about you and how dumb you are because you don't get it. <laughs> That's what's so, so you're fun. sitting there like you sitting there like I don't Ooh. get it. <laughs> We're just laughing. <laughs> We're having the time of our lives. Like. <laughs> Ben over laughing. It's it's a good show. Speaking of a good show, let's talk about the good show that we watched. Uh, Orville episode eight, Into the Fold. Um, I, I guess uh, we go through like the beats of the episode, but I'm just going to uh, break down exactly what happens in this episode. Uh, the doctor goes on vacation with her kids who exist. Uh, we meet them with, uh, the, I think it was supposed to be Gordon was supposed to take her, but he had to do work oh. on the ship. Oh, um, Lamar. Oh, Lamar actually. had to take her. Okay. Yeah. Can we just take a second to imagine how different this episode would have been if it was John Lamar flying that little spaceship mm-hmm. instead of Isaac? Think about it. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Well, I don't think any of this would have happened because he's like the number two best pilot (laughs) on the ship. So exactly. He wouldn't have fucked up and steered the ship directly into some thing that you're not supposed to go in. And he would have, well, he would have had the kids kind of chilling, hanging out, Mm -hmm, calm and cool, mm -hmm. you know, and they would have never thrown the game or anything like that. They probably would all been playing the game together, having fun. Mm hmm. I wish we could have seen them just go to the resort and just have a good weekend. <laughs> I know. I, I wanted I to see. Yeah. I want to see those rides. They, they teased those rides so hard in the beginning where they were talking about them. We didn't even get to see them. Maybe they'll have a follow up next season. See Isaac going down a slide or oh. in a in a bouncy house. I just Isaac ugh. in a swimsuit going down a water slide <laughs> is my dream for next season. Well, I, I don't want to season see two goals. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want that butt covered. Covered by a bathing suit, personally, but otherwise, I agree with you. Uh, but yeah, so Isaac is the one that takes them. Uh, there's some kind of a uh, gravity abnormality that sends them way out into uncharted space. Uh, they decide to land on an island, or no, not an island, on a mountain. Not a mountain either, a moon. That's the word I'm oh looking for. Oh my god! <laughs> well then, but the thing is, the mountain breaks the ship, and they get uh, separated. Uh, uh. And aliens capture the doctor. Isaac learns to be a good dad, and the Orville comes and saves them. That is the the whole of the episode. Now we can break it down because I heard from some people. There's some weirdos out there that don't actually watch the Orville. They just listen to our podcast. And uh, they were very confused about, like, last week's episode, how it worked. So I thought I would just explain to them this episode. But I mean, I, I, I have to say, I understand why people want to listen to this podcast if they haven't already seen the Orville. But once they listen, you'd think that they would go go immediately watch the Orville. Like, we're talking about how great it is for, like, two hours a week. If, if you like us, you should trust us and go watch the Orville. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm I'm talking about how great uh, great it is for like 24 seven. Yeah, oh, yeah. Know, like, oh yeah. <laughs> me personally in my sleep, you know. <laughs> my wife, she's like, you know, she's like, shut up, honey, shut up, you know. You know, I'm just like, oh, horrible, so good, so good. in my sleep, I do it. So 
I just want to say that I'm the number one fan of the Orville. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> sorry, this. Sorry, sorry. I take it back. I take it back. <laughs> I don't even have a wife because I'm dedicating all of my time to the Orville. I don't have any time to have a wife. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? She's probably just going to cheat on me with some freaking ugly alien, some blue dude. <laughs> How how cool would it be if, if she cheated on you with Seth though? Oh, that, that, that would be right. cheating. that's not cheating. Right. That's not cheating. Would, would you get just... to see pictures? <laughs> I you know if I could, great. If I can be in the room, fantastic. You know, video. I'm more pictures than video. You know, like video. <laughs> <laughs> just I want a really good high quality camera. You know, rather than, you know, some grainy, like, you know, cell phone footage, you know, take some still frames. And, uh, yeah. My Photoshop guy, maybe do some work with it. <laughs> Put my head on her body. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm just repping the Orville pretty much 24-7. Like, I've got my Yafit tea. And people will ask me about it, and I'll, they'll be like, what is that, like a yellow blob? And I'll be like, no, 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 you don't get it, okay? You either get Yafit, or it's not for yeah. Okay? And so many people don't get it. So, so many people don't get it. So many people. People are always like, what's Yafit? Every time I say Yafit, they're like, what is that? And I don't explain it because they should know. Right. They, yeah, they should, should know. know. They think Otherwise, I'm talking they're about, not going to get it anyway. They think I'm talking yeah. about like some Middle Eastern uh, like leader or something, you know? Just I don't know why. It's just Yafit. It's <laughs> Yafit, dude. <laughs> uh, so the doctor has kids. That's the like the first thing we find out in this episode. Um, they're kind of bad kids. Oh, mom, come on. You suck. I guess because she's like working so much or something. Well, it's because yeah. she doesn't, she doesn't have a, a great, they don't have a dad. That's what it is. Yeah, it was a great message this episode about how all children should be raised by two parents, one man, one woman. So that means uh, Bordis and Cliven's uh, child is going to be really bad too, right? <laughs> be a fucked up kid, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're going on vacation. You know how kids hate to go to like theme parks and stuff. It pisses them off so much. And uh, these kids are no different. They don't want to go to this pleasure planet. Um, they don't want to go on rides. Uh, they want to stay home and play on their video games, I guess. Uh, but they've got to go, Mom says. Um, and it turns out Isaac is going with them instead of John Lamar. Which is, which throws a huge wrench in... In uh, Doctor's plans because Isaac's not the, you know, it's not really a people person. You know, he's not really a person. He's a, you know, he's not a robot, but uh, <laughs> he's not a person. Um, and uh, and all, not only is he not a people person, he's not really a strong, like, male figure. Uh, but who knows, you know, like, throughout the episode, maybe he grows a little. Maybe he <laughs> can become these things, you know? It it did seem like a, a weird thing for uh, uh, Kelly to just throw on her, like, at the last minute. Like, they're leaving right then, and she finds out that it's Isaac that's going to be taking them. Uh, 
it seems like there would be like a conversation like would it be okay with you if this happened or <laughs> i think she knew i think i think kelly knew that that dr claire was going to be upset about it so she didn't want to tell her in advance in my opinion maybe i think kelly just because she's such a bitch she <laughs> like maybe misperceived like she you know she perceived like a slight at her that maybe the doctor did something like didn't have her as the pilot maybe you know that she's <laughs> just like was like you know what i'm gonna cut this this bitch this you know she's just, this is the type of way kelly talks she's like i'm gonna cut this bitch's weekend off at the he- heels or something i don't know she, she doesn't even know the right terms because she's so dumb <laughs> you know and then uh and she's like, I'm going to just shit stomp on her fun, and I'm going to send Isaac with her. And that's my theory. You guys agree? I think that's probably uh, true. It's possible. It's possible. I mean, possible. I think it was definitely intentional. I think Kelly just, she saw this incredible vacation that the doctor was going to get to go on. She's like, I'm stuck here on the Orville. I'm not going to let these people go off and have a good vacation. Like, I'm going to mm-hmm. try to I'm gonna start some shit. Um, I'm going to make it seem like it was the captain's fault because she's always throwing him under the bus. Yes, yes. Yeah, thank true, you. true. As so if anybody would believe that Captain Orville was was not doing something right. Well, yeah, <laughs> exactly. I mean... Through it. Like, if, the if, second, if, the only person who can is Isaac. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If Orville knew that there had to be some extra, like, navigational maintenance, he would have had that planned out prioritized weeks in advance let her know probably that wouldn't even have been an issue this is obviously kelly's responsibility and she blew it okay i have another theory which is we all know that dr claire needs a man bad and Mm -hmm. we also know that isaac was very generously offering to have sexual intercourse with alara recently and she turned him down so do you think that kelly was maybe trying to like hook him up Mm, hmm. I think that's also a very strong possibility. Yeah, because Kelly is known to play a little matchmaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, true. Mm-hmm. Well, I was thinking maybe Kelly knew about the the gravity fold thing, and she was setting them up like from the beginning to go into it. Like maybe she thought they would actually die. Like she was mm-hmm. actually planning murder in this episode. This thing is a bitch. Oh, I thought you were saying it was going to be like an island of the, or Blue Lagoon, where it's like they get stranded together and then Isaac and they have no choice but to, you know, sort of explore each other. Not unlike Mm -hmm. how the Orville explores the universe and planets that, you know, a lot of things seem uh, incompatible or uninhabitable until you approach it and you put yourself out there. So maybe that was her plan all along. I don't, I don't know if she thinks that way. I don't know if her brain can work on that level. Right. I was thinking maybe so. she's a little too dumb to be able to actually do any of this stuff. Uh, but oh, anyway. Gosh. Yeah, she probably just screwed up and, uh, you know. Yeah. That is the most logical explanation. Yeah. Yeah. Occam's blazer. <laughs> Yeah, so Isaac goes with them. Uh, it they find out on the shuttle that the doctor is a single mom, uh, which Isaac is weirdly very like questioning of. Throughout the throughout the universe, you know, like all the species that he knows of, he has like almost this infinite knowledge. That, you know, like they all pretty much have that mother, father, you know, mm-hmm. kind of thing, and that's mm-hmm. like 
from my studies of aliens, that's what it's like. <laughs> it's just the way it is. Okay. Um, there's a there's a something like a gravity fold out in space that they don't find out about until they're being sucked into it. Uh, and, and it's very bright on the screen for us. I don't know. I, I assume they were just doing that so that we could tell visually, uh, for the show, but it seemed like you would be able to see that from a while away. Um, but <clears throat> Isaac gets sucked into it, uh, and it shoots them way out into uncharted space, uh, a thousand light years from where they were. This is when I cried. This is the first time I cried in this episode. <laughs> Did you think? Did you think they weren't going to make it back? I thought they were dead right there. I thought <laughs> yeah. the ship. I, I like forget making it back. They're done on impact. Yeah. Oh, you thought the rest of the episode was just going to be everybody grieving them? <laughs> I thought it was going to be kind of like a turn to like a, you know, like may, maybe they're going to introduce. I thought they, this was going to be the time where they introduce two new characters who come in and they have to kind of pick apart the pieces of the crash site and figure mm-hmm. out how it went down. They listen to the black box recordings. They see, hear the kids playing the game. They send the report back to planetary union. They get a promotion spinoff. Now we're talking spinoff. We got a whole new, <laughs> you know, kind of insurance investigators. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a good episode. I um, think. Yeah, yeah. Maybe season two. Mm-hmm. Something light to deal with the fact that, you know, the doctor and her kids and <laughs> Isaac are all dead. <laughs> uh, so the shuttle is injured in this gravity thing. Uh, so they have to land it somewhere. They find a moon with an atmosphere. Uh, apparently there's like 70 moons around this gas giant and several of them uh, are possible landing sp- places. Uh, of course, the one Isaac uh, chooses has a great big mountain that uh, knocks the section with the doctor off off of the shuttle. They land separately. Oh, is that what happened? I missed that. Yeah, like like <laughs> I did not understand. Yeah, when she got separated from them. <laughs> the shuttle hits a mountain and it just like cracks the whole back end off of the shuttle, oh, and they okay. each land separately. Yeah, this okay. is Seth kind of taking. You know, from the great sci-fi of of our eras, like After Earth, you know, where the the mother, where the you know, the parent and the child are split up on a spaceship, you know, on a on a abandoned planet, you know. So I was kind of, and I kept kind of getting those vibes, and and there was this is kind of feels like a whole homage to the Smith family <laughs> when we see when we see uh, Doctor's youngest son. Wearing the same jacket that Jada Pinkett Smith is wearing in The Matrix Reloaded. You know, as soon as we all know, she plays Niobe. And she's got this beautiful red jacket that uh, he's wearing. Mm -hmm. And I just had to point that out. This is just Seth throwing a... I I think we're going to see one of the Smith families on a future episode. These are the signs that I've noticed. Well, Seth just knows how to give the fans what they want. Like at the beginning, there was that Family Guy reference where Ty, uh, he did the exact same thing as Stewie when he's waking up his mom. He's going, mommy, mommy, mom, mom, mommy, mommy, mom. And if you're a sharp-eared viewer, (laughs) you know that's from Family Guy. And that's just Seth inviting you back into that universe he keeps inside his brain. 
Uh, I did. I was wondering if that was an intentional callback or if it's just that, that in Seth's experience, that's how children talk. Like that's how all children actually talk. Or maybe he, Ty has watched Family Guy. Maybe he's a Family Guy fan. Oh, true. Because they're always watching stuff from now on the show. It's so. honestly, yeah, it's honestly weird that they haven't shown them watching Family Guy. Like they watch Seinfeld. They're clearly going through the classic comedies. You'd think Family Guy would have already happened before that. Yeah, it's one of the lasting comedies of our time. So it's going to be there in 300 years. Absolutely. Uh, Marvel takes place. <laughs> I think it would be really funny. Now, this is just me going funny, getting funny. But I think it would be really funny if they're watching Family Guy and it says, like, created by Seth McFar Street instead of McFar Lane, you know, <laughs> something funny like that. That would be really funny. You know, instead Wait. of Seth McFar Lane, it's oh! Seth McFar Street. Oh, that is good. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting funny. <laughs> <laughs> and Portis could uh, be like, Captain, that dog sounds like you. That'd be really oh, funny. <laughs> I don't know how you guys aren't writing for the show already. <laughs> it's the kind of stuff. I, I haven't answered any of my emails. So it could be. <laughs> it could be filled. <laughs> I'm just. I just worry that they've sent it to one of the. Like our invitations to one of the other Orville podcasts. Oh, oh my god! god. If, they, if it was a mix-up, if like it was a, a... Ma- Megan Levy, the Mummy kind of mix-up. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! There's, forbid. there's that. There's that one that's just called the Orville podcast, which shouldn't be allowed. Like no. I think it's too confusing. Yeah, we should. We should maybe sue them. The the mm. bad thing about that one too is it kind of gives you the impression that that is like. Uh, you know, that's got a stamp of approval by Fox or something because they're just called the Orville podcast. Like mm-hmm. that is dumb. You should not be allowed to do that. I hope like the 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 uh, Fox lawyers step in and make them change that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And ideally make them stop doing their podcast as well. Um, <laughs> so Isaac. uh decides to go out and try to find the doctor uh he leaves the kids alone with a with a gun because they would slow him down uh that that was funny i like that part that was good that moment (laughs) an alien tries to steal ty uh isaac comes back in time to shoot him uh so there was almost uh kidnapping in this episode this is one of the few episodes where there's not a a child being kidnapped yeah Yeah, that was that was kind of a disappointment like they really teased us with another child kidnapping and then it didn't even happen yeah this could be this this could now i could be in crazy here but isaac could have been like i want to get on this kidnapping thing <laughs> I'll, I'll drive us into this this thing i'll tell uh i'll tell the doctor to go back there and turn some thing <laughs> get a get her uh get her off the back of my ship you know and uh yeah and uh, then he can pull off his kidnapping. So, oh yeah, I forgot that Isaac sent her back there to like 
leak something or like uh, relieve some pressure or something like that. Yeah, he was making some BS up. He's like, oh, go back there and uh, turn the, the Claire, gauges. Claire, just, uh, just go to the other side of the ship right just, now. No reason. Just need you back, send back them, there. Send them back there. Uh, you got to twist it. And she's like, I, nothing's turning. He's like, uh, just pull just, the just keep thing doing it. Just, and, uh, just, keep, just stay keep, there for keep, five, keep right four, there. three, two. Right okay, bye. <laughs> yeah. And you can hear him thinking that. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I got these kids in my grasp at this point. Like, all I've got to do is get this woman to the back of the plane. It's going to be like lost. (laughs) We're going to have our own adventure up at the front. He got what he wanted, really. I mean, Mm -hmm. this could have all just been a plan for Isaac to just learn about these boys. Because, you know, he's a robot. He never really had a boyhood. And... He absolutely got what he wanted because not to get ahead of ourselves, but at the end of the episode, Claire's like, Hey, why don't you spend even more time with my children? I want to entrust them in your care now. Mm -hmm. It's like, that's what I wanted the whole time. Yeah. That's why I I threw you up on a mountain. He has superior intelligence. He's so right. superiorly intelligent and smart. <laughs> that, and he's so advanced that he could set up this type of almost like a human Rube Goldberg uh, trap of kidnapping. It was really, <laughs> it was, it's a beauty to watch. If you rewatch the episode, and I recommend everybody does, um, first to understand, just try just to grasp like what you're even watching. And second, you know, to, uh, you know, follow the, the breadcrumbs, you know, that, that, now you can see, uh, that, uh, Isaac sets up this trap to get, uh, uh, these kids alone. And then, you know, when, when one of these aliens comes and tries to take Ty, he's like, uh-uh, hands off. Guns out, you know. It's my boy. This child is mine. <laughs> my boy. <laughs> I put in the work. You can't just swoop in and take him now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that, no. that makes a lot more sense because I had in my notes that it it was kind of a, a plot hole that Isaac, who is so superior to humans, that he could mess up in this way. But now I realize he was doing this from the beginning. This was his plan. And then he mm-hmm. probably gets sick of the boys because they're so bad. So that's why he goes and finds the doctor. And they. He he knew he wanted some boys, but he didn't know how bad these boys were. So he's like, I got my hands full of these boys. I don't know what to do with Children, cut the crap right now. If I have to come back there one more time, I swear to God, I'm going to lose my mind. He he didn't know. He didn't know how much of a handful kids are with their video games and. And like boys, they just are like little, little brats sometimes. He doesn't, he doesn't know what being a parent's like, you know. So mm-hmm. he was thinking, you know, he's like, oh, he just saw everybody else doing this kidnapping. I think he just kind of wanted to fit in. <laughs> and that isn't a mistake on his part. He didn't have all the information yet. He didn't know how bad the boys were before. We go back to the Orville. Finally, we're back. We get to see our. All our friends that we love so much, Scott Grimes, and uh, I think Jay Lee is there. Uh, Kelly's there, but who cares? We, we, let's not talk about that for a sec. Was Laura, Laura there? there? She was, was she, there. What did she, she say? She was controlling the station. She said something like, Ooh, there's. Oh, I remember. <clears throat> well, I don't, spoiler they go through the fold, the space fold, 
and um, I don't know if we want to get into it, or we or we may not be there yet. No, we're not. So. We're not there yet because they're they're in engineering. Okay, so you don't. So you don't remember what she said. <laughs> she does a damage report. Uh, oh right, yeah, that yeah, there yeah, was a yeah. big laugh okay, in there. Okay. Yeah. And it's a very funny, so I don't want to get ahead. Yeah, we shouldn't so. spoil that yet. Yeah. Yeah, please, uh, Miranda. I, right. I, and I'd appreciate okay, it if okay. you, you respect got this one. me. You got this one. Kevin. I watched the show. Thank you. You're the alien um, expert. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I know what Alara is doing. So. <laughs> so everyone on the ship is in the bridge. Uh, or is in the uh, engineering bay everyone working on we, everyone we know right. on the ship. We, there are 300 other people who we haven't seen <laughs> yeah. or heard anything about. Uh, so the, the Orville comes in and he says, Oh no, uh, the, the pleasure planet hasn't, uh, the doctor hasn't arrived there. And everybody's very worried, especially Yafit. Um, I think he cries, uh, <laughs> but they're, yeah. they're able to track them. Uh, Jay, or I'm sorry, what's his name on the show? John Lamar. Uh, he has to use star maps to do it because navigation is down. So it, it it's going to take a lot longer to find her, except for they do it almost instantly. Um, <laughs> They're so good. They're just so good. He's that good. There's no stopping these guys. He's he's not the best driver in in the universe, but I think he's probably the best navigator. So. Mm-hmm. You know, Gordon will take him there, but he will uh, figure out where something is and how to get there. He is and, really good, though. He's like level eight or something. That's the John mm-hmm, Lamar mm-hmm. promise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wonder which. I wonder which level Gordon Malloy is. I wonder well, if we'll he's ever definitely, find out. He's definitely uh, not an eight level eight right. navigator. Well, they have uh, they have different <clears throat> they have different jobs, right? Gordon Malloy's pilot and and. John Lamar's navigator. Mm-hmm. Is that Maybe. true? <laughs> yeah, that, that's definitely right? true. I'm sure. Yeah. Of that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so they could both be level eight, right? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, or not? I don't. Maybe, I, I mean, don't I think I think they're equally good. So yeah, I think they're probably both level eight, but just okay. with different okay. specializations. In the first episode, I definitely got the impression that they were both like they both had the same job for some reason, but that yeah, might have been they, my own self being the dumb. Same, they do seem yeah, to that, do the same thing in every episode. Yeah, yeah that was our fault, really. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so back on the planet, uh, we finally see what has happened to the doctor. Um, she's been taken prisoner by this alien. Uh, he's maybe nice because he brings her food and stuff, but he does have her locked up. Uh, and he won't let her leave to go find her children. So he's I guess her not safe. nice. Well, he's keeping her safe because uh, like, I really felt for this guy. Uh, as Adam was saying, he thinks he was the hero of the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I really felt for him because he brought in the doctor. She was sick. Uh, no, I mean, well, I mean, she might have been. I don't know. Um, but uh, <laughs> there was people. What we find out is that this planet has been ravaged by war and illness, and everybody is very sick. <clears throat> and uh, that some of the people have resorted to eating. Uh, I don't know. I guess random Boys. people that land on the planet. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Something like that. Yeah, they don't uh, eat each other. They just eat. 
people who have crashed into. The I mean, moon they planet. might eat each other. Like we're we didn't. Why there? If there if there are twenty four of them around, why aren't they eating each other? Why are they all going for the same that's little kids? True. Yeah, I think because they're true. all sick and you don't want that nasty meat. Yeah, but I really, I really <laughs> did fall for this guy because um, I just imagine like if I crash landed on an island full of people trying to eat other people, and the one guy who didn't want to do that took me in and then gave me some food, <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> that wasn't people, and gave me medicine when I hurt myself. <laughs> like I might sort of think that maybe they had my best interests. Um, but I understand that he did not look attractive, so he could have been like, well, he's very ugly, so... So I have to stab I can't and shoot him. Yeah. So I'm also on her side, you know? I can see both both sides of the coin. Mm. Yeah. Uh, he tells her she's safe there. She says... This this was very interesting to me. She says, my translator must not be working right because you think this is safe locking me up. And that was the first we've heard of a translator. So this was that big. must be, yes. yeah, that was big news to me. Yeah, I, I called it. Eight, I called it. I, I, I got thought, it. I, I thought, <clears throat> yeah, and I thought episode eight is the perfect time to drop that in. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. And I just think like if you're thinking ahead and thinking, you know, who could I give a special award to at the end of this episode? Maybe this is something that you might want to consider that somebody accurately predicted something really important about the Orville. Yeah. I want to apologize to you, Miranda, because I've been like, you know, just in conversation with people um, about the podcast, I've been saying how dumb I thought you were thinking about this translator. (laughs) Uh, And now I find out, you know, I've really got to eat crow. I apologize, Miranda. Thank you. Thank you for yeah. eating your crow. I should have remembered how much you knew about science. <laughs> it's really it's really smart what Miranda did, and it's really kind of thinking ahead. Because what the show basically told me was, hey, idiot, of course they were using a translator. And then, therefore, I said, oh, Miranda, she knew this. Miranda's on a yeah. Seth MacFarlane, from MacFarlane yes. level. Me and um, Seth, yeah. we're just having this connection. You and Seth but, are on the same wavelength. That's crazy. But, guys, I've noticed I that since the beginning of this podcast. <laughs> but, but, I don't like I but. don't think I don't think previous. I don't think what you said in previous episodes of the podcast should hold any weight in the current episode. You know, I think it's all about <laughs> what you. It's, you don't get paid for what, what you did. You get paid for what you but when, do when, now. When the current episode makes clear that somebody did something really great and <laughs> underappreciated previously, are you just going to let that slide? No, no you got to make up for it. it. We you we you you had your moment. We had it. All right, everybody, stop. Yeah, well, go, this Miranda. Moment, clap, this is a moment. Guess yeah. what? This is a moment in this episode, and maybe you can consider this moment of this episode when you're deciding who gets the gold nori. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, that's what you were talking about. <laughs> I'm, or I'm any other award that anybody has to give out, I'd like to be considered for. Hey, I'm Liam Neeson, and <laughs> and uh, you want the gold nori? Good luck. Uh, uh, get my, I don't know. <laughs> uh, goodbye. <laughs> now, here's a question. Do you think, okay, how, how far back do you think these episodes were written? Do you think that maybe Seth heard us talking about the translator and he decided to put it into the show? Ooh, ooh that might be. That would make a lot of sense. 
Um, we did see that all the scripts had previously been written because <laughs> we know that Isaac the Robot wrote the finale. <laughs> but they couldn't. They have time to go edit that, right? Who knows? Maybe yeah. Maybe I did. Did we see the doctor's lips moving when she said that? Maybe that was ADR'd in later. Yeah, I think it just speaks to the connection that Miranda and Seth have. You know, it's something <laughs> that I've noticed, and it's frankly something that I'm extremely jealous about because it's like I see something that I don't have in those two. Mm-hmm. Um, but to to say that Miranda, uh, I, I think Seth put it out there, and he's like such a powerful energy that Miranda just picked up on it because she's so in tune with Seth. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or it could go the other way. I could have put it out there and he could have picked up on it. I mean, who's to say? <laughs> to say? Yeah, it could be that Miranda put it out there, but Seth's radar is and his sense yeah. is just so strong that he yeah. was able to pick up that tiny little signal, you know, that Miranda. Oh, I'm not saying I'm, I'm not saying it's a one-way some... street. I'm just saying okay, you guys okay. are tapping into Good. a world. Good. I can see you tapping into it and I want in, all right? <laughs> I want a piece I mean, of that. I want to experience it cuz I just feel like I'm living in black and white over here, and you guys are in fucking rainbow land. <laughs> Technicolor, yeah. Please. Yeah. It's beautiful. Well, I don't know That's what beautiful. I don't know what to tell you about that. I can't do anything about that, Adam. I can't I make you understand Seth, what Seth and I have. You I'm just really expressing you my my envy, to be honest. You should put out more uh thoughts of like oh get us on the show or get us as writing jobs <laughs> you know, oh okay instead okay. of something instead of these kind of little things like <laughs> translators and, <laughs> <laughs> like if you go monetize your connection with Seth that would be kind of like a really powerful weapon and it would make you seem so strong to me <laughs> <laughs> Well, now now I feel like you're trying to make me do something, and I don't like that. But you would look so good <laughs> if you did this. In my eyes, I would be like, wow. <laughs> Just throwing it out there. Okay, well, I'll, I'll keep that in mind. Isaac and the boys are off trying to find mom. Marcus keeps playing his video game. So Isaac grabs it out of his hand and throws it and shoots it with a gun. Let's see. The Orville... They figure out where they went through this gravity fold thing. Um, John Lamar, great job by him. Uh, they go through it. Gordon Malloy calls it a friggin' glory hole because you know this guy. Uh-huh. Now entering glory hole. Yeah, that was, that was classic. That was a new classic as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> because when Bordis says it again. Now entering glory hole. Oh my God, yeah. Because well, he doesn't he know what it is. <laughs> Bordis yeah, just assumes his translator that translates to like, um, like realm of honor to him because it's like a glory <laughs> yeah. hole. That's what he's hearing, yeah. and he's just like, "Oh, dang! We got to get the Orville in that because that's what translates to in his species language." But yeah, you know, I feel I bad thought... for Bordis in those instances when he's just stepping in it. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I but it's kind funny. Of, I, you can't deny I, that it's funny. It is funny. And I like Bordis because, you know, at first, uh, you guys may remember in earlier episodes, I kind of complained or I didn't complain, but I brought it up that this show may possibly be suffering from like a 
a double Drax situation where they have two characters who fit the Drax role, Drax from Guardians of the Galaxy, who's mm-hmm. kind of, you know, he doesn't, you know, he takes everything literally and, you know, he doesn't really understand, you I'm know. Sorry, like, are you are you basic... criticizing the, sh- the show? No, 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 no. See, this is what, what I'm saying was originally I thought that that wouldn't work having that, you know, in any other writer or show like may when you have a double drax you're basically you know dead on arrival but seth was able to pull it off like i like having bordis and isaac basically being the same uh role on the show you know as the fish out of water how dare you how dare you isaac doesn't have a husband (laughs) okay yeah all right (laughs) and nobody made bordis into mr potato head (laughs) okay yeah, they're uh, clearly that couldn't have been the same guy, the same yeah. character. Yeah, well, exactly. the, the good thing about them being separate characters is now you can send Isaac away to another planet, but then you still have Bordis on the bridge mm-hmm. to make the to make the jokes about the glory yes. hole, right? Now entering glory hole. That's how you handle double drags. Mm. And I just want to agree that it was funny. I mean, funny is an understatement. Hearing <laughs> Bordis call it a glory hole because. Now entering glory hole. Now entering glory hole. <laughs> he doesn't have any idea what he's saying. Yeah. He thinks it's he thinks it's just harmless. He thinks it's he good. Thinks it's, but yeah. like as my friend, I'm feeling bad for him because I know he's just stepping in it, and those shoes are just covered in it. <laughs> now entering Now, who's to say Bordis wouldn't like a nice glory hole if he <laughs> came across one? Who knows? <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to take that agency away from my friend Bordis. He, he might love one. Uh, hey, but- we don't even know. We don't even know which side of the glory hole uh, Bordis is on. You know. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> We we need to know what those reproductive organs look like is what I'm saying. (laughs) That's what I'm saying about every alien on the show. (laughs) You know? I'm pretty sure I know what human ones look like, but I got to see these alien ones. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, Yafit doesn't wear clothes. So, I mean, he could just be one big one. Well, I think we we did see his penis on an earlier episode. Remember remember (laughs) when we saw his penis? Yeah, I think we saw it grab grab a wrench in this episode. (laughs) 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 Kind of reaches over to a group of tools and grabs something. (laughs) So once they go through... uh, the Orville, Captain Orville, he asks for a status report, and that's when we get the funny joke from Alara, uh, where one of the guys uh, spilled soy sauce on himself, and o- the Orville's like, he put that in the status report? And Alara's like, so yeah, yeah, he did. <laughs> what do you want me to say? He's like, and then uh, he's, he says, we've got to get better help here. Yeah, It seemed a little yeah. unfair that we didn't get to see this guy spill soy sauce on himself. Like, I yeah. would have liked to see that. Mm-hmm. Show me that guy. What's yeah. he doing? What's he doing on the ship? <laughs> it it kind of discounts the, the help that he has to assume that that wasn't like a pretty big spill. Because like, who knows? He could have dumped... <laughs> A damaging amount of soy sauce on his body. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would cause problems. I need to get this in the damage report. It would be funny if they were like, "Well, what is he doing the ship?" And then they're like, "Well, he tests the soy sauce." <laughs> <laughs> 
Ed, please yeah. hire me, please. <laughs> uh, so back on the planet, on the moon, um, it's nighttime. The the boys are very scared. What, what's his name? Ty. He asked for a bedtime story. And uh, oh, he also requests it in his mother's voice because uh, the, Isaac can do anybody's voice. Uh, so he reads Peter Cottontail to them in their mother's voice. Um, it's kind of a weird scene to me. Like, I don't think I would enjoy that. But I guess it's cool for these kids. He tells a different story before that. And I had to rewind it three times because I kept missing it. Uh, um, but he basically yeah, it was pretty complicated. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, he tells a story about a robot and two boys who get disconnected from their mother and have to fight off aliens on a desert planet. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a pretty good story. I mean, I'd probably watch <laughs> it again uh, <laughs> if I had the opportunity. <laughs> and I know he had yeah. to come up with a spot, but I bet like a whole team of writers couldn't come up with a story that good. <laughs> well i think you're missing something here adam and i think maybe we, i think maybe everyone here is missing something that story is actually what just happened uh that's what he was telling holy shit <laughs> explain Boom. explain mic drop mic drop uh, moonwalk uh, i'm out of here <laughs> Did explain. I <laughs> sorry sorry <laughs> Sorry. What do you um, mean? I, I, what do you, you mean? Know, the same. The story he told was the story of what just happened. Like you know, like to us right now. Oh no, no, to them in the show. Oh. He was doing. He was kind of like they're like, tell us a story, and he's like, well, uh, the only story I know of that I can think of is the thing that just happened, and that was funny. Actually, so, and we all agree, right? Mm, yeah. <laughs> Even if you didn't get that's what's good about the show. Even if you don't get it, it's funny. The only thing I would yeah, like about got it, it is, no, I got that. I got that. I don't, I don't want to. I don't want anybody to think that I didn't get that because <laughs> I got that from the first time that I watched it. Okay, so, I actually really appreciate that. My favorite. And I know Miranda got it because she's so in tune with Seth, so I'm sure she's. Yeah, trolling. yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that you were saying something different. I thought oh, okay. Kevin's saying something that doesn't make sense. I don't think he got it. Um. Well, the boys probably would have liked that story if he just would have said it in their mother's voice. Yeah, yeah. true. Yeah. Um, the next morning, they go walking again. Oh, by the way, the the other alien, he said that uh, the the sickness that the aliens have, it's uh, in the water supply. Um, then the the next morning, Isaac and the boys are going walking. Uh, they go to a river. And also, first of all, when Isaac stepped into the river, I was afraid, oh, that's done for him. He's dead now <laughs> because he's a robot. Yeah. And, you know, that's bad for robots to get in wet. But mm-hmm. I, I shouldn't have worried because he's very superior. He knows he's able to get wet. He can go in the river. Um, but Ty, he I think slips. I, I just want to say I, I'm so glad that they showed us because when we get to the episode where he goes down the water slide, we won't be worried about him then. Right. So just like, give us this now so that we know for later. Do you think this whole episode um, was just set up for that to happen? Yes. Yes, okay. I do. Man. And okay. 
just saying that it, it has me thinking of just like the the writers before maybe before Seth came in it was like no how about something goes wrong you know you know uh, maybe the writers had the whole thing where they did go to the pleasure palace and they did uh, you know like you know he was on a water slide or maybe Isaac got there and he was the whole time he was like oh geez gosh I can't go on I can't I'm, this stinks I can't go on any of the rides you know and then they, the boys you know they encourage him to get him out of his shell you know and then he tries he gets a little courage and he does it and then you know we get to see Isaac go down the slide and be really happy and everybody so happy for Isaac and that's just sorry. I'm just having a, a little, <laughs> a little, a little, so, so Isaac uh, dream Kevin, moment. You're, you're describing 23 hours and uh, 16 minutes of my day where I'm just imagining what could have been on the Orville. <laughs> <laughs> so the writers of the show, that's what they were planning, but then Seth came in and changed it to this. Was that the point of what you were saying? Yeah, as that he he was like that sounds great, but <laughs> and all the writers went, "Oh shit, <laughs> here we go." That's uh, the thing about Seth. like you can think you have something in a bat in the bag. You think you've got it all buttoned up, and he comes in and he's like, "But what if there's a fold, and it's <laughs> it's a space oh. hole, and that opens up a line." where we can call it a glory hole. <laughs> right, and exactly. He's that, like, think of it as a glory out. hole. And then the writer's room just, it, it's pandemonium for like half they an hour. Them. They can't stop. They yeah, they can't stop writing. They can't stop writing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so Ty falls into the river. Uh, he gets sick like the aliens. Uh, we've got another disturbing child makeup job in this episode. Uh, he looks very sick. Doctor escapes her cell and she finds her communicator. I just have to say, uh, the good doctor, she she uses like a little piece of metal to pry open this uh, this piece of metal that's you know screwed into the wall. And I gotta say, sure, those are screws and they're already a little loose. That she could have just used her fingers and untwisted those <laughs> screws. And this is not me. This is not, this is just, you know, if you go back and watch it, this is something that maybe I think it was kind of Seth doing a little thing saying, you know, women are women, stupid. Women, though, you know, maybe, you know, <laughs> she couldn't even realize, you know, it, it's that was one for the guys uh, <laughs> that, that, that shot. So, so oh. you'd rather, you'd rather pry something off with your fingers than use a tool to assist you in some way. No, no, no. See, I'm very specifically, these screws were already loose, and if you just, you know, twist them off, I thought they would come off. Just a little twist, you know. I've, I have, you know. I don't know if you, I could show you my closet. It's full of power tools and bolts. I would love so to I know. see that. So I would I know. love to see that, Kevin. Well, maybe you come over some time, and I'll show you my power tool closet. <laughs> 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 just got. Things I've built and things I've, I'm building, working on in this club. What are you working on right now? Um, we're going to build in another tool. Uh, just, I, I, <laughs> I, I build other power tools, just kind of, <laughs> you know. That's smart. You can never have too many. Yeah. Well, apparently, just... apparently, if you're Dr. Claire, you can have too many tools. <laughs> Kevin just wants her to use her hands like an animal. Well, you know, like, I mean, I understand doctors, they know they have to use their hands a lot, but, you know, you can just un- 
grab those fingers, unscrew those screws, you know? Don't don't unpry any metal. Like, look, I, I'm just saying. All right, <laughs> you can go back and check the tape. All right. Stupid. Oh, she opens the the window and looks out, and she finds out that she's up at the top of a tall tower. Uh, so they get they get a <laughs> commercial break out of that. Uh, then she cuts herself <laughs> with her tool that she had. I think this is why she made the tool was so she cut herself could cut herself with it. Um, and uh, then she sends uh, the alien to go find her uh, medical kit because she got hurt. Then she escapes the cell. She goes outside and uh, goes from one window to another uh, up there in the tower. And she looks around, finds her communicator, calls the boys. Uh, and uh, Marcus apologizes for being such a bad, naughty boy. Um, because he was he was feeling terrible about how he told her she sucked. And that was like one of the last things he said to her. Uh, it was a very sweet oh. moment to me. Yeah. You know, I really like her strategy, you know, and look, screws, screws aside, <laughs> use of the tool aside, you know, I really like her strategy of cu- cutting herself, <laughs> telling her that, telling the guy that she needs antibiotics <laughs> and having him leave only to go back in her cell <laughs> when he comes back, hide behind the door, and then stab him. I, I think she could have done this the first time. Just call him in <laughs> and stab him. I, I'm just saying, you know, but, you know, uh, the strategy worked out because... Um, uh, no, she had, to make, she had to make sure he was bad. So <laughs> she cut herself and asked him to go get her antibiotics for her wound to be sure that he was a hostile alien who only wanted to uh, keep her alive so he could could kill her later which is what he was going to do and so she had to know and when he came back with those antibiotics she was like okay this guy's definitely bad news Yeah, so there's a struggle. Uh, she stabs the guy. Uh, he punches her in the face. Um, she grabs his gun and shoots him dead. Uh, and then she grabs her uh, medical kit and takes some of his blood so that she can cure the disease. Uh, so I guess that was why they set that up, so she, the medical kit could be there. Um, of course, her son also has the disease in his blood, so I guess she could have just taken it from him. Um oh. Well, could you imagine mm. if if it was established that he was like, what's the next one? If he is a bad guy and he doesn't go get her, he says, no, <laughs> I'm not going to go get your uh, uh, thing. Uh, you know, I mean, you know, if he's a good guy, you know, if we find out, oh, he's not going to go get my antibiotics, then what are you going to do? The show's over. You know, she's just yeah, the episode oh, he's ends. A, he's a good guy. <laughs> I'm just going to stay here. Stay the black right there. <laughs> she lives the rest of her life. That's it. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, from a writing perspective, it does make sense that they had to make him into such a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He had to leave and go get the antibiotics. She she finally escapes the tower. Uh, she meets up again with her family. But, you know, Ty is so sick. She's got to work on Ty. What is that? <laughs> uh, Sorry. Happy Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, all these all these other bad aliens are coming at them uh, at the ship. 
Uh, but the doctor can't help Isaac shoot them off because she's got to stay waving her light over her tie. Um, so Marcus goes out with a gun. He shoots aliens with Isaac. Um, they have it like a male bonding thing there. <laughs> He's like, square your shoulders. And it's good to teach kids gun safety because you know you're gonna your kid's gonna get a gun so you know yeah. rather than you know yeah. no so I, I recommend you know it, rather it than really, your kid's like, gonna you know, have a gun, gun at some point at least your kid's gonna have a gun at some point so it's good to get it over with now get him some experience give him a couple quick pointers and then tell him to go out and shoot stuff especially yeah. in the world we're living in with these aliens who are in just so good at hiding behind trees you know <laughs> there's a scene where the doctor is uh you know from 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 my from my understanding is completely surrounded by these aliens after she stunned one of these aliens <laughs> she's completely surrounded oh no sorry she didn't stun she killed <laughs> yeah she right. definitely I, I killed she, has a, she has a real gun with bullets yeah, <laughs> yeah. So she, she killed this alien she's surrounded by these other aliens um but they're saying well guys we're hiding behind these trees so good let's just <laughs> let's just wait it out you know like let's not reveal our hand yeah we'll wait until she's rendezvoused with her buddy at the ship mm-hmm. um so yeah, so watch that scene. It's really good, and you know, rewind it and try to spot them. You know, it's really fun. <laughs> so this show's really good at that. Where you can rewind. The rewatchability is at a ten in this episode. <laughs> yeah, and the relatability because like I know when I was a kid, um, whenever my parents left me and my brother alone, they would just hand us a gun, and <laughs> they would say, you know, uh, here's the gun. There's twenty bucks on the counter for some pizza. Um, just make sure it's uh, Pizza Man when you open the door. Keep, uh, don't keep shoot him. Keep your brother safe. Keep your yeah, brother keep, safe. Keep your brother safe. Uh, there's already bullets in there. No need to worry about that. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. they pat you on the butt and send you on your way. Well, it, it it's really uh, you know it's really important that he goes out there uh, because Isaac can't hold him off alone. Um, so he needs him to come out there, and you know Isaac will kind of take his time with him and coach him into how to shoot and everything <laughs> well where we know isaac has a completely rapid you know trigger finger can just take out any amount of foes in any moment so i think this is kind of isaac you know doing he wanted this bonding experience with uh i keep forgetting his name the older son marcus um, marcus yeah he wanted the bonding moment with marcus so and also uh the doctor needed to be by her son as she as she's yelling for him to breathe, she's as he's losing his breath and she's yelling, breathe, <laughs> and a really powerful moment. But when the Orville arrives to save the day, and Greg, I don't want to take your job as captain here, but the Orville arrives, saves the day, shoots off the rest of the aliens. Uh, the the doctor runs out and she has like this moment where they just stare at the ship for about you know fifteen seconds where. I guess, you know, she already told her son to breathe, so he's got that figured out. So she, she doesn't need to stay there and make sure he keeps breathing. It's established that Isaac was stunning them the whole time. Yeah. But just before they get picked up, she turns to her boy after he's seen all this carnage, and she says, these, are, these have all been stunned because they may not value life, but we do. And yeah. She also has been the only person who really actually killed somebody in this episode. <laughs> she, 
She's her her body count is at two for the episode. <laughs> as she says these words, yeah, no the- other uh, alien has killed. <laughs> but that's part of the Hippocratic oath, which is that if you decide that somebody has to die, as a doctor, you're in the right to make that decision. Yeah, the yeah. Hippocratic oath is Somebody's you do the, the harm. Yeah, you you get to decide if somebody can live or die. <laughs> uh, really, the aliens that got shot by Isaac and and Marcus were really lucky because then the the Orville shows up and just starts wasting fools from outer space with uh you know lasers and stuff. And I assume those can't be set to stun. Oh well. Uh, you know, you have to assume that they were set to stun. Um, if the Orville is the one giving the orders, he would not. He he respects the command and the, the oath or whatever the thing is. Uh, <laughs> well, the prime directive. It really uh, stunned the heck out of the the ground around them because it explodes <laughs> all over the place and there's a lot of smoke. I so this has come up before. And I guess we are not, we're still not going to have an answer to this, but how long are they stunned for? Like, if they're going to be there for weeks, do they expect the aliens to just start waking up at some point and coming at them again? No, they're just permanently paralyzed. <laughs> right, right. We did well, discuss well, that they might this... just be in a coma until they die. Yeah. Well, well Seth is really aware of, um, you know, that there are two sides to every argument. Uh, in this world, in our society. So this is kind of, uh, you know, him arguing, you know, saying, look, we do need uh, our right to carry guns and we should teach our kids how to use them and, you know, be knowledgeable with them uh, at a young age. But also, um, what about the nonviolent deterrent? You know, what about setting to stun? You know, how about we make bullets that just stun you? You know, like this is Seth kind of coming up with this stuff. And I think, um, Art will kind of imitate life, and life will imitate art, and we will start to seeing that these non-lethal weapons become a huge factor in our in our world. And we will thank Seth for sure. Thank that you. That sounds incredible. <laughs> yeah, I actually spaced out and didn't hear what you said, but I bet it was really, really good. It was great. <laughs> so at the end of the day, Captain Orville is the hero. He goes and saves everybody. Uh, and then Isaac is in engineering doing whatever, like just random stuff. Uh, the doctor comes and shows up and says, thank you so much for what you did. Isaac says, oh, you're a bad mother. And she laughs and says, uh, well, my son would like to see you. So uh, Isaac really grew a lot this episode. Um, <clears throat> and I-, I can't wait to see Marcus and Ty uh, reappear like in yeah. almost every episode from now yeah. on. Probably season two, season two added to the main cast. Um, the yeah. doctor says that the reason she's a single mom is she couldn't find a man who was good enough to have children with. And Isaac really isn't a man. So I'm hoping that this might be setting up like and you maybe know, a little connection between these two. I'm shipping mm-hmm. them for sure. You, you know, <laughs> the alien guy wasn't really a man either. So maybe she should have <laughs> thought about that a little more. I don't, mm. I'd be so oh, disappointed. Having some feelings, she didn't know how to cope with. So, yeah. I'd be so disappointed though if the doctor and Yafit don't end up together in the end. Yeah, uh, I really, I really ship them. Yeah, I really. I do. thought you. I thought you were gonna say you're gonna be so disappointed if 
you found out the that alien that she wasn't a man. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, I guess just 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 because you know, like I don't know, that would be a real crazy development. You know, they never showed the genitals, so it might not have been. Who knows? Yes. With alien with shows about aliens, you can never really be sure about their gender. Mm-hmm. You really can't assume um, unless they expose their genitals at some point, <laughs> which Star Trek mm-hmm. was known for doing. I don't want to bring up Star Trek. <laughs> don't. No, I'm not. I don't really have any interests. I've heard Star. We've talked about this before, but I've heard Star Trek isn't funny. I'm like, why would right. I want to watch a version of the Orville that's not funny? Yeah, if I didn't have the four jokes per episode. If Yorville has. But what jokes, Greggy? What jokes they are? <laughs> right. Yeah, they're all nerdy. Toy they're sauce, like, oh. Story hole. <laughs> the, the, the jokes in Star Trek are always like, oh, uh, the, the, uh, the, the atomic number of uh, chlorine is blah, blah, blah. You know, like just some shit like that. You know, like just. Yeah. You know. yeah. <laughs> and then that's not funny to me. <laughs> That's dumb shit. That's like that's some normie shit that like everybody gets. And yeah. you're you're getting jokes from the Oroville that like you need to have a specific mindset to get. Mm-hmm. Um, we're talking yeah, glory holes. We're talking uh, Alara dating people. We're talking Yafit picking up tools on his dick. <laughs> yeah, if you don't have a if you don't have a firm grasp of theoretical physics, you'll never even be able to understand half the stuff going on on the Orville. Sure. Uh, so yeah, that was the episode. I think we covered everything. Uh, I got to say, best one yet, of course. Um, I guess we got to go around and give our ratings. Uh, let's start with Adam. We got the new boy. In town uh adam what would you give this episode oh my god this was an incredible episode uh i would give it at least three negans and like um two michonnes and half a carl i think <laughs> okay <laughs> and those were <laughs> like uh three negans out of three negans right yeah 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 each of those right okay so uh, these are top scores right carl's And and are those are those uh, characters that are going to show up later in the Orville? Uh, I I don't recognize those names. Um, I think they took place in the Orville's distant history. Oh, okay, Uh, but they are canon. They are people who existed in the Orville universe. (laughs) Okay, great. Uh, How about you, Kevin? What do you think? Uh, I'm going to give this uh, uh, episode one one brilliant decision uh you know which uh was made by the orville himself when they say when almost in almost a reaction just to kelly kind of you know bringing up something that goes up against he's saying what against what he's saying when uh the decision to go into the glory hole uh she presents him with the you know the idea that oh they could land in the middle of a planet or the middle of a star and kill us all instantly and he's just like shut the fuck up we're going and he's like he's like oh my god you know what i don't care anything if you know what if we do die good yeah i'm sick of you let's go at least yeah. i don't need to yeah. explanation anymore and that that's like the best review i can give this one brilliant decision you know uh-huh. uh how about you miranda what do you think 
I gotta give this episode 10 out of 10 gallons of soy sauce. Let me, this is too much for just me. I'm gonna, we're just gonna walk it on over to you guys. Whoa, whoa, what's happening? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, I'm gonna have to report this uh, in the damage report. (laughs) Oh, boy. And I'll give it an additional uh, uh, 13 out of 13 punches to a woman's head, as is my traditional (laughs) rating. Mm -hmm. How would you give it two chopsticks to eat all that soy sauce, huh? Oh, oh. (laughs) <laughs> well, uh, at first, I was almost going to give this a bad rating because there's the one scene where they're all in the engineer uh, station, and uh, the the ing- the head engineer guy he's playing Barry Manilow music, and mm-hmm. for a second, I thought maybe Seth would you know sing you know Captain Orville would sing a song, and I was so excited, and I was very happy but instead he just talks about how good barry manilow is um so that was disappointing but then kelly was barely in the episode so that was really good and isaac uh you know he 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 grew so much your children are unruly disrespectful volatile and highly unpredictable I am quite fond of them. Um, he held hands with the boy and stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. I got to give it two sons out of two. Got to give it like uh, 15 stunned aliens. And hmm, I'm going to give it zero Kellys. Uh, yes. Because she technically was in there, but barely at all. So uh, best episode yet for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. Ke- mm-hmm. Kelly was. I think the only times Kelly was in the show, she was just wrong, or she was just yeah. She's like, oh, I, yeah, I fucked, I fucked up. Now you got to hang out with Isaac. Oh, then let's not go through this thing. Let's leave uh, the doctor and her t- and her kids to die. Like, <laughs> oh my god, she sucks. <laughs> She's such a bitch. She's such a bitch. I hope this is them trying to like put her in as little as possible. And eventually yes. she'll just show up as like a blip on the screen, and yeah. that'll be our Kelly. Dose. I like what they're I like what they're doing with these like little two off like where you know they take two characters and they go off on their own little adventure, and I hope that maybe we'll we'll do go two characters and then we'll do another two characters and then maybe we'll do four characters together and then six and then eventually you realize hey where'd Kelly go oh I haven't missed her at all you know <laughs> just like kind of just like take her out of the show. <laughs> By episode, by the end of the season, nobody will have missed her. <laughs> or like maybe in the last episode, it turns out she was a Krill spy all along. Oh, and they that would space make her. So they just send her right sense. out to this airlock. Yes. That would make so much sense. Mm. Yes. I can't wait until the day when Captain Orville turns to his second in command and says, he sounds so much like my ex-wife. And it cuts to a completely different actress, and everyone's like, "Who's that?" Because <laughs> everyone has forgotten about Kelly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but I hope she, this new girl doesn't sound like his ex-wife, because then, <laughs> then I'm gonna be bad oh, all over again. I'm just gonna be thinking about Kelly. <laughs> I, so you know what? I hope, I hope something like that happens. But then again, I don't. You know, I hope because you thought of it, though. <laughs> okay. Be an alternate timeline episode. Yes, yes. Okay, usually this is the part of the show where I talk about other podcasts and how they need to stop. 
Uh, I think they're kind of all running on fumes at this point. The writing is on the wall. They're they're pretty much over with. Uh, so I don't have a lot to say about them, um, except for, you know, knock it off. You're all criminals. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I can't believe they're not in jail yet. I feel like right. we've, you're breaking. We've, you've we've told so many people to arrest them and throw them in jail. Why hasn't it happened yet? You're yeah. breaking crime after crime, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and you need to stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like at best they're tricking people because people are thinking they're listening to our podcast yeah. but instead they're listening to this other bad podcast like that's the best case scenario for them uh as Which it is, is still bad oh still yeah it's terrible um, i think we need to take this into our own hands i think we need to go put them in jail since nobody <laughs> else is willing to do it like take, a citizen's arrest kind of thing yes take these Take these Weinstein's, these Spaceys, <laughs> these other podcasts. Put them all in the same group, mm-hmm. and and you know castrate them, you know all that stuff. You know, I say send them to Elon Musk and shoot them into space. Oh, oh my yeah, God. yeah. See what it's oh, really like. like. You like space so much. Yeah. Why don't you try it? Yeah. Or you you're hate like, yeah. space so much. Why are you talking so bad about the Orville? Yeah. Why don't you get yeah. a taste of your own medicine? Criminal. Yeah. Space likes you. Stupid <laughs> criminals. Um, as a listener to your podcast and not to these other podcasts, I did oh, accidentally once. Oh, no, not at all. It's my pleasure. I, <laughs> I'm thanking you. Um, I did accidentally listen to the Orville podcast once, and oh. I got so angry. Oh, Adam. I know. I was, I was so, so pissed, so upset. It really, it just, yeah. it fucked up my night. It fucked up my morning. It fucked up my breakfast. It fucked Rightfully up my so. Lunch. Yeah, I was. I well, was it's highway robbery. It's a crime. It's crime being broke for your eyes. They're it, they're taking food out of your mouths. They're taking money out of my podcasts. Um, <laughs> which we know that's why everybody gets into these. You know, people keep telling me that they're donating to the wrong Patreon. Anna, <laughs> no, probably, that explains yeah. so much. Yeah, yeah, you can't get it back. I've been expecting, I've been expecting so much more Patreon money than we're getting. But no. this is ac- this is actionable, and they will be in jail soon. Uh, we'll throw them in the brig on the Orville. Uh, uh, um. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just such an Orville guy. I got to bring it back every time. He's always talking about the brig. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't seen it yet, but I, I can't wait until we do. Uh, but let, let's not talk negatively. We're positive on this show, 100% positive all the time. We love the Orville. Uh, we love our listeners most of all. We love the people that leave us nice five-star reviews. Uh, so I, I want to shout out Patrick Gray this week. Um, he left us a five-star review that says, The best. He says, This is my favorite go-to recap pod for my new favorite Seth MacFarlane vehicle, the Orville. Uh, so, so he's just talking about the ship because he's talking about the vehicle, I guess. Um, he also said, I also love how it is the official podcast. So I know it's the real deal. Five points. I love it. Yep. That is a hundred percent right. Thank you, Patrick. Thanks, Pat. And, um, I think he's, 
he's also saying that um, the vehicle is the Orville, the character that Seth's driving. You know, mm-hmm. he's kind of getting into that. Oh, that, I see. He's getting into that Ferrari that is the Orville. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and the Cat body Orville. that Seth MacFarlane has. Yes. You know, is- that's. A fine-tuned that, machine, a oh, nice yeah. angular, angular Italian design. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and uh, you know, and he's just just getting in there, and he's just revving the engine. He's got he got the clutch in place, and he's turning on the gear stick, flipping on his headlights, saying "room, room." <laughs> yes. Okay, so now it's the part of the show where we talk about what people have been saying about the Orville on Twitter. I uh, got some good ones this week. First of all, uh, Laura Baron Yee at Baron Yee underscore Laura. Uh, she says, I like wine and chocolate cake with my favorite show. Hashtag the Orville. Uh, three yeah. heart eye emojis. And she also posts a picture of this chocolate cake. Looks great, Laura. I would love to have a slice of that. Laura, come on over. Share your cake. <laughs> what do you guys like to have when you're watching the Orville? I mean, wine, gotta, of course. Gotta have my wine. Mm-hmm. What, do they eat on, what do they eat on the show? They had ice cream one time. I don't know about you guys, but I've always been a wine and moon pie kind of guy. I got a couple <laughs> of moon pies. Um, every time I, they land on a moon, every time they talk about a moon, I'm dunking it in the wine, taking a little nibble. It's just my thing. It's my my little time to myself. The, the, one, epi- the, the one episode, I saw Bordis eat a cactus on the show. And I thought, I want to try that. Like, if he can do it, maybe I can do it too. Um, I attempted it, and I'm not able to eat cactuses, as, as it turns out. Uh, so, I don't want to. I don't want to say it's uh, irresponsible of the show to, to put that on there. It was my fault, of course. But I, I don't know. I, I'll still try the the glass. <laughs> later on i'll try to take a bite and try and start with a napkin see how that goes down and then work your way to the glass maybe okay yeah yeah definitely start with that napkin make sure it's a nice crunchy napkin yeah mm-hmm. and stop before you get to these nuts <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Oh, sorry call back um, me me i like you know I'm like a real Orville guy, so I get my mics hard, and I uh, get a little Angry Orchard. I get a nice little jug. I mix the two, and uh, you know, and I just kind of put it in my Gatorade cooler, you know, get a little, get those little cone cups, mm-hmm. you know. So I feel like I'm kind of on the sideline of a sporting event, you know, <laughs> watching my favorite athletes, <laughs> my favorite athlete, Seth MacFarlane. <laughs> Do you ever play a drinking game with the Orville? Like what? Like when do you drink? Like I drink every time. Um, well, I, I like to get really fucked up. So I, I drink every time <laughs> Kelly does some dumb bitch thing. Oh, you'd be, that's too much. You'd be, you'd be in the hospital. You need an IV, uh, yeah. To, yeah. To, to, to handle that. <laughs> like, flow. oh, Kelly's, Kelly's on screen. You gotta be drinking. Kelly's <laughs> off screen. She's probably doing some dumb shit somewhere. You keep drinking. Yeah, I like to give myself a uh, an alcoholic like, enema every time I see Isaac's butt. 
That's why I take some Everclear and hope was in my butt. <laughs> That's really <laughs> interesting. I think I want to try that myself. Yeah. There was a great shot of uh, Isaac's butt in this episode. You noticed that too? <laughs> yeah. It, it's it's interesting that they they keep showing that. <laughs> like, I wonder if, if the actor like requests that or something. Well, I, I want to know. Isaac is such a mystery to me because he's he's not a robot, right? Um, but he looks like like is that his skin? Is that outside his skin? What is going on under? Uh, you know, is it just a bunch of loose wires? I just really want to know. Um, hopefully, in a future episode, maybe he gets cut in half and we can see what's going on. <laughs> I, I well, you know, one time they showed us Gordon Malloy cut kind of in half, and we didn't really get to see in there. They didn't really. You know, it left yeah. us with all these lingering questions, like, what's inside that guy's leg? Yeah, that's true. I wonder if, you know, a bunch of, you blow his leg off, a bunch of sparks fly out. We find out Gordon Malloy is, the reason he's such a good pilot is because he's programmed by freaking yeah. or space guy. Or maybe a bunch of, like, Skittles start coming out. Oh, or a bunch no. Of, a bunch of ants. Like, could be anything wow. in there. It Real missed really opportunity. <laughs> I wonder what they did with uh, Gordon's leg. Oh, no. We never found out. Maybe give it to the aliens. <laughs> the, the hungry aliens. <laughs> that would have been good. Uh, let's see. So Gary John Sr. at Gary John Sr. He says, uh, catching, catching up on at the Orville. Damn, I love this show. Ellipses. I would still climb at Seth MacFarlane like a fucking tree. So hot. Hashtag the Orville. And gotta agree, Gary's right Richard on point the there. Here. <laughs> He's a real redwood, you know? Happy Arbor yeah. Day, guys. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Sequoia National Park. <laughs> trunks. God, I'd on. like to take off his trunks, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Are we talking Isaac going down that water slide? Oh, oh. boy. <laughs> in, my, in my version of this episode, they finally do convince Isaac to go down the water slide. And he is wearing trunks at the top, but it's such a scary water slide that when he gets to the oh, bottom, oh. those trunks aren't on anymore. <laughs> <laughs> We're seeing everything. We're seeing everything that Isaac's got. <laughs> <clears throat> And the well, kids are looking at it, but Isaac doesn't know that it's weird. So, yeah, that's a, a funny, another funny thing that happens because they're like, "Put your trunks back on." <laughs> he says something like, yeah. "Trunks do not compute." <laughs> <laughs> Adam, wow, they gotta hire you. That's who we need. <laughs> you really get this character. No. Let's see. Laura at XOX underscore ELE says at Scott Grimes. Uh, wait a second. Am I missing some part? Okay. I don't, I don't know. She may have been responding to something, but she says at Scott Grimes on that note, you were noticeably absent and sorely missed on episode eight of hashtag the Orville. Hope you got paid for the day off. Winky smiley face. Uh, uh, I get what she's saying. 
I hope you got paid. Wink, wink. For the day off. Wink, wink. You know? (laughs) I do wonder if he did, you know... I assume he must have been there on set just in case uh, they wrote in an extra scene with him or something. But if he wasn't, did he get paid for that? I, I My best guess is they had him on set and they were like, Scott, you're not going to be in any scenes today, but we really need, need you to write a song. We're going to oh, have a okay. song. We're going to have a musical episode starring you, written by you. We really need you to be here because you love to write songs about whatever you are doing at the moment that you write them. So we need you to be here so you can write about the Orville. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he's just off to the sidelines, just riffing. And then they like add those jokes into the episode afterwards. That could be. That could be. Yeah. He's sitting there with his guitar, just riffing. <laughs> okay. I got, I got, a, I got a song. I think he probably wrote about the Orville. Okay. It goes, okay. Uh, Jingle bells, Mercer smells. Wait, who's Mercer? Uh, Bordis laid an egg. The Orville mobile lost its wheel, and Kelly got away. <laughs> oh man, Kelly is the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> who's Mercer? Yeah, I don't know oh. Mercer. Oh, <laughs> uh, I mean Captain Orville. <laughs> oh, okay. I know there's this That's Mercer not guy. What they call him on Wikipedia. Kind of in, kind of in trouble right now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's all the tweets everyone in the world has done about the Oroville this week. I got a few uh, listener voicemails. Not everybody said I love you in their voicemails as well. So that's I just so want to I want to get you guys ready for that when you hear this one. Let, let's try not to judge this guy because of that. Here we go. Good evening, Miranda and the crew. Happy Alex Arbor Day. I'm Orville from Valparaiso, Indiana. You might know me from my gourmet popping corn. Your boss sure as hell does. I know you're listening to this, Captain the Orville, and if you don't want them to know the real reason you and your ship are named the Orville, return my phone calls immediately. See, when I gave you four ounces of my gourmet popping corn and allowed you to extract its DNA for your food synthesizer, you may have agreed to some as-yet-unfulfilled terms. In regards to what you think, Mr. Orville, I have a certain set of skills you may be familiar with that make my popcorn four times lighter and fluffier than the rest, but Cosa Nostra may or may not have to open this jar of pickles for me. As always, you got wood in your court, Mr. Orville. Okay, we got a real wow. joker on our hands here. <laughs> I mean, okay. it, it, it is good that he was recognizing that the best way to get to Seth is to call into our <laughs> podcast. That's a good point. That is true. Um, yeah, he said a lot Seth of stuff about popcorn. Is listening. Oh, yeah, yeah, it seems like he's... It seems like he kind of he's this guy is obviously a fan of our show. He he heard all the jokes we made about the first episode with how they should do oh, we should give people popcorn and tell them it's a redwood seed and put it in their microwave and it'll grow big and uh, we we're gonna make lots of money. So this guy, you know, he's kind of just like you know biting our style because we already know we know Orville's a popcorn. Like we get it. It's not funny. We already made the joke. All that you can joke about it. So just like if you don't say I love you at the end, you're you're you're, you're not gonna yeah, get a fair shake. Yeah, that's the it's the thing. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like it's like well, it's nice of you to call in, I guess. But like if you don't say I love you, we're not gonna go into the the discussion of your call. 
in the right if you, state of mind. If you ended this that call with "I love you," I might be like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, the popcorn. I get it. That's funny." Uh, yeah. Or blah, blah blah blah. But at this point, you know, you know, you made me smile, but because it was like. I was like, this is going to end with an I love you. But when it didn't, I was, <laughs> you know, I thought Greggy was tricking us again. <laughs> um, and, and I didn't like how it was kind of negative to Seth. Like, he didn't do anything wrong. He's doing a beautiful show. He yeah. makes us laugh and cry every week. What are you talking about? Like, okay, so it has the same name as a brand of popcorn. That's not a big deal. Like, who cares? Yeah, you're over here talking about you have some special recipe and yada yada yada. Pop 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 popcorn, freaking pop what, off. What pisses bro. me off about calls like that is like there's so much irony in that. Like you can't just <laughs> mm-hmm. like something because right. it's good. You have to like drench it in irony and your cynicism and like keep it at arm's length. Like why don't you just mm-hmm. embrace it and say you love it mm-hmm. and say I love you. <laughs> he this is like one of those trolls who's like oh you you freaking suck dick you know on twitter and then you respond say what'd you say and then they're like oh no i'm actually a huge fan and i'm just uh i just wanted to see you have you respond to me because i'm so, i'm pathetic <laughs> um i will say i do enjoy popcorn like that that's i just want to get that out in the album like i need some popcorn right now sure yeah, me too. Yeah, and if this guy wanted to send us popcorn, I mean, he could feel free. We would eat it. Yeah, yeah. if he is, if he does really have those kind of connections. What? Yeah, what, <laughs> it is possible that he really is the guy that makes that popcorn. I guess I hadn't thought of that. I assumed he was just joking. Yeah, if you are, if you are that man, uh, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry, and <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry for what I said. Um, and I, even though you didn't say it, I do want to say I love you, Orville guy. Yeah, I I do love you, even if you don't love us. I love you, Orville guy. <laughs> I love you too, Orville <laughs> guy. Okay, though. got one more voicemail. Here we go. Hey, what's up to the official The Orville podcast or Toe Top? I just got a quick question this week. Oh, this is Cliff, by the way. Um, what do you think the Orville video game would be like? And uh, fingers crossed there's going to be one. I just want to hear your thoughts. I'll hang up and listen. I love you. Love you too, Cliff. Love you too, Cliff. And I want to say I'm sorry to the hundreds of other people's <laughs> voicemails. I didn't play this week. I accidentally played one from Cliff who called in last week as well instead of yours. I'm sorry. Cliff, um, lucky dog. <laughs> Uh, but um, that is a Cliff, really good Cliff, question, though. No, I gotta say, Cliff, I love you. Stupid fucking question. <laughs> like, don't waste our time with shit like this. Why would I be playing wow. a video game when I could be watching the Orville? Why would I be trying to make something happen on the Orville when I already know that whatever story Seth tells is going to be a thousand times better? Well, and I hate to do this to you, Miranda, but what if Seth? kind of had his finger in the video game you know he was well, <laughs> i don't mean to say cliff, it like that why is cliff telling us to come up with it ourselves then uh, oh, you know, he respects us in our knowledge of you know the show um yeah. and i guess he just wants our thoughts it, cliff yeah, you know, there are any no, people i love more you qualified. 
I love you. Your question, kind of stupid, but I will answer it. Um, well, I think there should be some space, some blasters, uh, aliens, um, to maybe some races where you get to be Gordon Malloy. And you get to do the donkey. Yeah, do the donkey. Uh, Personally, I would just like if they just put, you know, 3D models of each person in the cast. And uh, then from there, you you can do whatever you want with them. Uh, That's what I would like. Mm, Okay, yeah, you got me. You got me on this one. I'm (laughs) I'm coming around on this. Any ideas, Adam? Oh, I would just love like um, kind of an animal farm where you play as Bordis in your domestic relationship and you and your partner raise your child and just try to give it the best upbringing it can <laughs> Is that what Animal Farm is about? I don't know. I've never played. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the George Orwell book? <laughs> yeah, the video game version of it. That's what oh, that was. Oh, shit. <laughs> He he may have been thinking of like maybe Animal Crossing or something like that. Oh. No, I don't think so. <laughs> no, I'm 100% sure that's what I was. <laughs> um yeah, Kevin hated that idea so much he logged out of Skype. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> uh, everyone's a critic. <laughs> uh but we do love you Cliff. Thanks for calling in. Uh, we maybe, do love you, even when you have stupid questions and ideas. Maybe lay off for next week, but <laughs> <laughs> you uh, can call in. You can try to do better next time. Oh, true. And uh, of course, we, we listen to every voicemail, even if we don't play everyone. Yeah, the other ones were worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's the episode. The only thing left to do, the only thing left to do, is give out the golden ori. <laughs> I know who who is not qualified yeah. to get it today. Right, someone no, disqualified. I can't give it to Kevin because he's not here, uh, and also he did a really bad job on the show. This week. <laughs> yeah, I gotta say, a lot of beginners' luck on Adam's party. We did a great it, job. You can't give it to yes. Adam. He's not a coach. Yes. Well, I he's on you, the show. Daddy. If he's been on the show, then he's—I don't think—I don't think that uh, he has the credentials necessary to be nominated for the Golden Ori. Yeah, he's only been on one episode, and he didn't do a very good job. Well, <laughs> whoa, <laughs> he didn't write the twist like a <laughs> Fats Domino, so he's—he's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. he, he's not qualified. Uh, I, I think I do have to give it to Miranda for yeah. her uh, great job in inventing universal translators. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome to the family. Also, I want to give it to you because so far, you know, you've been the head of security on every episode and mm-hmm. none of us has ever gotten shot or mm-hmm. um, <laughs> nobody's mm-hmm. house got broken into while we were recording so far. Uh, so yeah, great if, it job. Happens, if it happens outside of episode time, I'm not responsible for that. Right. Uh, I also just want to say I'm the only co-host who's who's been here on every episode. That's true. So, so congratulations to me. Thank you. Yeah, great job. Uh, well deserved. In in early episodes, you weren't allowed to do a speech, but lately you have been. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So if you wanted to make any kind of uh, a speech at this point, feel free. 
Yeah, I'd like to give this to Greggy. Greggy, I, I love you. Um, Adam, I also love you, but a little bit less than Greggy. Um, but mostly, this is dedicated to Seth. Seth, I love you. And a Fats Domino. <sighs> I, I hate to say it, but I'm worried about Tim. He doesn't have much going on without this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I just want to say that uh, I love you, Miranda. I love you, Greggy. Um, but most importantly, I love the friendship that you guys have with Tim. So <laughs> I would like to step down next week. I think you should have him back on the podcast. Uh, I know you were both probably thinking of making me a permanent fixture, <laughs> but I'm going to humbly decline uh, at this moment. So, you know, I, I just want I want you guys to be back. Uh, are you sure adam very gracious of you that's 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 so humble of you you know what maybe adam should get no just kidding no i think i really well i I was saying that i missed tim but that didn't mean that i wanted him back on the show like (laughs) i did want adam to be the permanent fourth member of the podcast but i guess you you turned it down I mean, um, no, 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 I want to be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's end the let's end the podcast before Kevin tries to rejoin the episode. Okay, good. Yeah. Bye guys. Bye. Bye. Uh-